Welcome back to the dojo for another episode of the TFM Bets Show. We're sitting here on Monday, and the final four in March Madness is a nine seed, a five seed, a five seed, and a four seed. <laughs> That's wild, dude. That's <clears throat> crazy, bro. This is why no one's ever going to hit a perfect bracket like FAU in the final four. And I mean, it's just it's just incredible because, like, I started. March Madness sitting on this couch saying that this is going to be a crazy March and I didn't think any of the one seeds would win. I don't know if you remember what I said yeah. that, but I said it was going to be a crazy March. Like, don't be surprised when there's tons of upsets all over the map. And then I made my bracket and had a one seed playing a two seed in the finals. So it feels like a bite in the butt. Um, but I have to say there was two games in my entire bracket that were auto clicks for me. Two. Where I didn't even, there was not a single bracket where I had this team winning and that team losing. And it was Memphis beating FAU. I had Memphis clicked in every single one of my brackets. There was not a single bracket where I picked FAU. I was like, there's just no way. This Memphis team is too good. Um, And it was San Diego State losing in the second round to, I think it was Alabama. Or whoever San Diego State had to play in the second round, maybe it was Furman. But those were auto clicks for me. Like not even... An iota of a thought went behind those games. And, of course, FAU is sitting here in the Final Four and San Diego State. I love seeing San Diego State move on, um, rooting for a West Coast team now that Gonzaga's out uh, to at least make it to the championship. So, super proud of San Diego. The Aztecs, baby, let's go. And, I mean, I have to say, like, they're probably the team I hate the most in this Final Four. Really? And I think it's because I've bet against them a couple times – and going into the tournament, I was saying they're the best defensive team. Like There wasn't really a team that was better at defense mm-hmm. at San Diego State. I said it in my video when I made my bracket. Um, I had, I think I had them playing Alabama, and I said in a game where Alabama gets left wounded from this defense, Alabama moves on. But it just feels like, yes, San Diego State is really good at defense. Like You, you watch them play, nothing comes easy. But it also feels like they've just caught so many lucky breaks. Lucky breaks. Like, it feels like... What was lucky about that win over Creighton? I mean... The foul? You don't call that. In that yeah, Did you watch that entire game? Yeah. Don't lie to me. Did you watch that entire yes. game? You watched from first yes. half to second half. Yes. They did not call a single foul like that all game. They were letting everyone play. Guys on Creighton were getting mugged going to the basket. Guys on San Diego State were getting mugged going to the basket. There was not a single ticky-tack foul called like that the entire game. How do you not call so that? So it was, it was a foul. That was, I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and be like it wasn't a foul. But you don't – you call the game consistently is my point in college basketball. That's been like my dad and I's thing since I was like eight watching Big East games. If the game starts and you let – Calls go, don't come out the second half and change the game. I mean, Charles Barkley asked, I think it was Jay Wright, uh, right after the game, did the foul or did the move cost the shooter the ability to make the shot? And he said, yes. Yeah, well, this is Jay Wright. He got every call <laughs> in the said, book. Yes. And there's your answer. It was a fucking foul. I'm, I'm not saying it's not a foul, but you don't call that when you haven't called it all game. You stay consistent. Send the game to overtime. Crane's not going to score. That comes off the front of the rim. It's a rebound. There's one second left. Send it to overtime. Just call it consistently. If you've been... There was three possessions before that where... 
Trey Alexander went to the basket and there was no call. He got mugged, ended up like on his stomach. Arthur Kaluma should have had an and one by that logic if it affected the shot. Like there was three possessions before that where Creighton could add fouls, San Diego State could add fouls. You don't call that to end a team's chance to go to the Final Four. I saw a video of you in Moose Piss and Lizzo's playing in the background. <laughs> Which is the worst. We talked about this before. Yeah. So we went to Stadium Swim for Vegas. All-time terrible vibe when you lose a bet because it's just a club. And we're sitting in Austin where we stayed on Rainy Street. And I was like, oh, can we go to like a cool bar for the game? And they're like, yeah, there's like a whole street of them. We like show up to this bar literally seconds before tip and we walk in and i hear like the loud music playing and i was like oh like okay like i'm sure they'll like switch to the game audio like at some point we sit down we have our drinks and it was just stadium swim but with no <laughs> pool dude it was like and it's so hard because when your bed hits there's no better vibe because you're just <laughs> yeah. like busting yeah. like oh this is fucking sick but like when your bet loses and the DJ is just has like the all the worst mix of all time and you're just like sitting there just like it's about damn time <laughs> and Mikey's just a moose piss dude drowning bro um dude honestly I've been I've been low key like fading myself on these later rounds Elite Eight and uh, Sweet Sixteen and I've seen much more success I did not think. SCSU was going to win or cover that game, and neither did I think Miami was going to win or cover that game. And I was all over Creighton, and I was all over uh, yeah. um, Texas. I was all over them, Miami. and I faded both my oh, okay. both my plays. Took Miami, took SCSU, and and I felt like I was about to full fade. Um, and the day before, I was at a Luke Combs concert, which was a phenomenal concert, but I didn't fade myself. Took Gonzaga and took K State, rode with the public, and the public got absolutely shit on. And I mean, again, that Kansas State game, how do you not get a shot up at the end of the game? Dude, like, how do you just end your season without at least throwing the ball up? Like, I forget who I was talking to, but it was one of the guys I was out in, in Austin with. And we, we watched the game, and we were just sitting there, like, one the motivation between me wanting to fade Texas, like, I've never wanted to fade a school before, is watching a game where I have a large amount of money on Kansas state and Texas fans sitting around me having no money on the game, but just wanting Kansas state out because they're in the big 12. Like that was giving me AIDS. So I was like, whoever Texas is playing, like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm literally going to fade them. Like it was literally like I had AIDS, like sitting there, like this kid behind me was just like, fuck Kansas state. Like the big 12 is ours. I was like, dude, like please just shut the fuck up. Like, Oh my God. Um, we're sitting there. It's like one, we're walking up the floor. Like, I don't know if you remember the tempo they came up the floor was like, what, are, are we not realizing there's like five seconds yeah. left? Like, what are we doing? Two, how are we not getting a shot up? I don't know, dude. Like, how are we not getting a shot up? Like, an all time bad way to end the game. Um, Low key, probably a L take, but I, I kind of hated the whole little baby thing. I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. You know what? It looks dumb after you lose. Yeah, That's when you start being like, oh, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. But in the moment, I think stuff like that is cool. Like when you have like a team that has like a thing. No, for sure. That's when it's like cool. But once they lose, it's like, wow, fuck, that's fucking stupid. It's a tough watch. You go back and watch it. You're just like, eh. <laughs> Especially when you lose like FAU and you're like yeah. in the locker room. Just like, 
the first lyric of that song, I don't, I don't understand. Do you know what it is? Mm-mm. Go to lunch in a Jewish community. That's the first thing that comes out of little baby's mouth. Oh, hold on. And I don't get it. So can someone break that down for me? Because I've been listening to it since their little run started. Well, it is a good song. The first lyric of that song. Go to lunch in a Jewish community. <laughs> oh. Are we sure that's what it says? Yes. No way that's what it says, dude. Hold on. <laughs> I told you, dude. What, dude? Is that like an Atlanta thing? Like, is there a community of like Jewish people that have like great lunch? And there was a video of like all like like seven twelve year olds with their yarmulkes on, and they're just doing the. <laughs> dude, I have that. I'm out on that now. That just makes no sense. Like, that's not even like hard. Do the he. <laughs> Why did I not realize that before? <laughs> right? Now that I'm like thinking about that, like watching the coach be like, <laughs> when like the first line is go to lunch in a Jewish community, never telling my bros with immunity, like what? <laughs> like, I just didn't get the whole bit. Yeah, <laughs> I never no. got it. I mean, that just makes no sense. Yeah, wow. I'm out on that now. Yeah, I should have never taken Kansas State. Wow, that's fucking so dumb. Right, so what's the matchups for the final four? Yeah, well, before we get to the matchups, I kind of, because we didn't spend the weekend together, so I kind of wanted to talk to through some of the games with you that yeah. we didn't get to, like, um, witness together. The San Diego State-Alabama game, I feel like that's, that was one of the reasons why I feel like San Diego State got lucky. I mean, Alabama has never played that poorly they offensively. fell off on and, that game. And Brandon Miller, I mean, dude. Dude. He had, like, 20 points all tournament. He shot 19%. Jesus. The entire tournament. That's twenty points. Horrendous. He had like twenty points on like a like I think it was I might be wrong with the number of shots, but it was something like a hundred something shots. He had like twenty points. Like atrocious. Um But I mean again, you know, it's March. I guess the better defense won. I was drowning that game. I don't know if you saw it, but like I felt that was one of my favorite bets of the day. I was like Alabama minus seven and a half. Like this is when San Diego State just yeah. gets fucking smoked. Remember on dude. the podcast I said that game was gonna go under and I liked the San Diego to keep it close. I ended up taking Bam on the spread. No idea why. Yeah, and then I tweeted, I was like, this is going to get ugly for San Diego State. Like, they might lose by 50. <laughs> you know what you did, you did say? 500,000 views later. It was going to be a absolute manslaughter of a game. Ended up being a fucking sweat. Was Princeton Creighton. Yeah, but they covered. They covered. Missed a free throw at the end. Yeah, they covered. <laughs> I just want that on the record. They covered that spread. And I said they were going to cover that spread. That um, was crazy sweaty. Miami-Houston. Were you shocked? Because I wasn't that shocked, dude. I really wasn't that shocked. With how poorly Houston was playing before that and having a battered Marcus Sasser, I really wasn't shocked. We were sitting in the car on the way to Austin watching both the games on a phone. And and like at the end of the first half, obviously, it looked like it was going to be over. But I was just like, I'm not surprised that Miami is exposing Houston the way Miami exposed Houston. I was kind of out on this Houston team. The minute they lost the conference championship game against Memphis, they looked yeah. awful, atrocious. Obviously, Sasser wasn't playing that game, but still, you're going to need more than him just to make a run. I was out on them the minute I watched them sell 10 U's in that fucking game. And so I knew once they got deep and they played somebody that could match up well against them, they, they were probably going to fold and sell. 
and sure enough, it was Miami. So I was not shocked at all. And then, dude, the one game that I feel as though I had the worst read on of all time, but that I, but that ended up coming true in terms of what I was saying, but maybe just not the right team, was Xavier, Texas. I really thought Texas was going to struggle against Xavier. I really thought this was the spot where you get a really like hard-nosed Big East team that kind of dominates the paint, and Texas came out and dominated the paint. They had more points and rebounds than Xavier in the paint in a game where, you know, if you're Xavier, that, that should be almost unacceptable. Yeah, I took your word on this one. I, I was yeah, hoping for. I mean, that one hurt. Hoping for a Big East blowout here, and nothing close to it. But then my theory of when Texas was going to struggle came through with Miami. Yeah, that kid Orchard dominated the paint. They dominated the glass, and Texas just folded because when the three point isn't falling, I mean, Texas was also unconscious against Xavier. They couldn't miss. But when the three point shot isn't falling for Texas, they really had nothing else. They, didn't, they don't have an interior presence. They didn't have all that stuff. They barely even have a mid-range presence. It's just either Jabari Rice rips a three, Marcus Carr rips a three, Timmy Allen gets like a layup occasionally. Like that's that was their offense. Like there was no, there's no set. It felt like it was just like pass, 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 motion, motion. Jabari gets a three. If he knocks it down, we're good. Marcus Carr gets three, he knocks it down, we're good. And that kind of felt like, you know, when that when that works, you can win a national championship on that boat. When you get to a team like the way Miami was playing and, you know, Orchard's dominating the glass, Miller can't miss from inside the paint, you kind of lose by slow death when you have a 15-point lead and the shots don't fall and the other team can just crawl back. Um, Yeah, I had Miami plus three and a half, and they were down like almost— 15 at one point. Yeah, they were down like 12 in the second half, and I just smelled it. You could smell it coming, the back door. Whether they're going to win or not, I don't know, but I was like, this game is going to— it's going to get close here down the stretch. I can smell Texas selling. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I don't know. I felt like there was never a doubt. Even though they were down 12 at one point, I don't know. I felt like they controlled the pace of the game. Yeah, it's funny in college basketball, especially different from NBA, you can kind of feel the strength of a lead a little bit more, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Like there, It's funny that you say that because there are times even before March just in college basketball in general this season where I'll have a team even minus two and a half. And they'll be down 13, and it's like, I, like we're winning this yeah, game by like yeah, seven. Because sure. you can just feel like the strength of that 12, like it doesn't, like you jumped out to that 12, or the way you got to that 12, you didn't look good getting there. And it's like, if this, if we can just figure it out, and Miami came out in the second half, just kind of figured it out. Um, Dude, I had race to 15, uh, race to 15 for Miami, yeah. and they, we started 7 nothing. I'm like, wow, this could have been the freest bet ever. Just to give up a 9 0 run. And a couple of threes, bang. Moose. You can't make that up. Moose. I mean, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. <laughs> Started so high, I was so bricked up. Um, the day that hurt the most was Saturday. FAU, Kansas State. I feel like Kansas State should have won that game. I mean, you give it to FAU every time. Um, but, I mean, all-time bad read was UConn Gonzaga, dude. I mean, I Holy was... Holy shit, I didn't watch a second of this game. I was at that concert, but... I pull up the score, mid mid Luke Combs song. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on over there? Dude, that game was over from the tip. Yeah. Literally from the tip. I mean, Gonzaga couldn't hit the water if they jumped out of a boat. But, I mean, at, with like two minutes left in the game, this kid that I'm, that I'm friends with in, in, uh, on the Austin trip, he just always has like something to say to me. Like always. 
and he was like, what are we doing? <laughs> he was like, what are we doing betting on a four seed? That was a number one team in the country for like three weeks. He's like, what are, like, what are we doing? Like, what, what are we doing? And I was just like sitting there like, wow. When we were talking about discounted seeds, I tried to make the argument that Providence was a discounted 11 seed. UConn might be the most discounted seed you could have gotten the entire tournament. This yeah. should have been a number one team yeah, for going sure. into the tournament. A number four seed now just looks so incredibly disrespectful. It does. Like, this team is better than Houston. Yeah. This team is better than Alabama. This team is better than Kansas. Arizona. This team is a thousand times better than Arizona. If we start going to the two seeds, like, this was the best value in the entire tournament. And as a Big East guy who hates UConn, like, fuck UConn, I still hope they don't win. Like, everything about that school, like, can kick rocks. But, I mean, what are, like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> What are we doing, dude? I mean, that's on you, dude. You're supposed to know this conference. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> sure, man. Um, We're out here taking Furman, or not Furman, uh, Providence to make the goddamn Final Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chalk that one up to the game. I'm not going to take credit for that one. That's just, I'm going to put that one to the game. Um, but then, obviously, a crazy Sunday, Creighton, San Diego State, Miami, Texas. I'm just so upset that this Creighton team isn't going to be in the Final Four because I really fell in love with this Creighton team. Um, you know, I feel like I've said it before. As a Big East guy, once a tournament starts, I feel like the difference between the Big East fan bases and, and other conferences, especially being in, in a UT environment, is you're, you're pulling for your conference. Yeah. Like, that was something that when I was little that my dad, I guess, kind of hammered into me, but we were Seton Hall fans, so it's like we were never in the dance. But it was like once you get to the dance it's a national stage you're competing on and you want your conference to look the best. I become the biggest Big East fan of all time, except for UConn. They can go fuck themselves. But like the biggest Big East team of all time, like I want Xavier to go on a run. Like I fall in love with the players on Creighton and this Creighton team, dude, to just go out on that foul was, it was just disappointing because I feel like, Oh, it just would have been so great for Creighton to have made that final four. I love Greg McDermott. He's a great coach. To go out like that is tough. And I just, I don't know why, I just hate everything about the San Diego State team. They're not athletic. They don't knock down shots. But they make the game ugly. They control the tempo. And, like, Creighton just fell into that trap. Yeah, yeah. No, big uh, big Mountain West guy. Excited for SCSU. Like, that's just disgusting. <laughs> so the big um, Mountain West fuck guy. Fuck Texas. Even though that we're in the Big 12, go Frogs. But fuck Texas. I don't really care what the situation is. I'd rather see them lose. Yeah, and let's talk about that game. I was in enemy territory. Yep. And I went up to one of the guys and I was like, is it just me or when you're in an environment of like diehard fans, don't you just don't you just want to root against them? No, oh, yeah, it's the best. Like I was like, I got like I woke up and I just got that itch. And I was like, all right. I'm taking the over because neither of these teams play defense and it was almost an NBA score. And I was like, and I'm gonna just sneak, just put everything I have left in the book balance on Miami plus three and a half. It happened to be like $107 because we had a tough weekend. Um, but dude, sitting there and just like watching that Miami comeback and just watching the soul leave Austin, Texas <laughs> and all these Texas fans that were, dude, there was the most obnoxious woman I've ever sat next to in my entire life. We literally had to leave the stadium swim. 
because she was so bad. <laughs> every bucket in the first half, she screamed at the top of her lungs. Every bucket. That's pain, dude. Every bucket. And I was just like, dude, there's no way you're going to do this for every point. Every point, dude. Top of her lungs. No way. I like wish I stayed at, at that bar, but... We ended up moving because I was like, yo, I can't do this. Because she was like right next to me and it was every point, And I already don't care about first halves. And I was just like, this is going to bite you in the ass so bad. And I just, I hope it does. Um, so you didn't stick around and watch her soul leave her body? No, nah, because Miami went down seven at the half. And I was like, I can't do this. Dude. If they win, like she's going to be so fucking deplorable. Um, but so we moved bars and we're like sitting there. And like only one of the buddies I was with knew that I was on Miami. Other than the over, because I was, I told everyone I was on the over, so I was like, oh, I'm just gonna root for points. He was the only one I knew that that knew I was on Miami, and it was like once that run started, just like slowly like throwing up the U like at him, and then being like, all right, here we go, guys, like just get a stop, get a stop, <laughs> and then like going on that run. But that game went over. It was soared over with four minutes left. It went over. Um, but dude, this Miami team. Like this Miami, I think the winner of Miami UConn wins a national championship. And I'm not just saying that because it's FAU San Diego State on the other side. But I mean, the reason why I picked Kansas State to win it all, I should have just looked at my darling wagon Miami. Two dominant guards and a stretch four. That's I, literally what Miami is. Yeah. It's Miller, Pack, and Wong. That's literally the blueprint I gave out to how you go deep in March. But I used Kansas State as the example yes. instead of my darling wagon, Miami. Yeah, they were your little wagon all year all long. All year, dude. I, the only reason I know Isaiah Wong is because of you and your fucking wagon. And, dude, how clutch is he when it comes down to yeah, it? Yeah, he's clutch. Dude, nuts. And I love seeing crabs just continue, <laughs> continuing to fade Miami. He's done it since week one of the season. I don't know what it is against Miami he hates, but uh, – he, he doesn't stop fading them, and it's gotten them all the way to the Final Four. He literally picks the worst teams to fade in the worst years. Like, when he yeah. faded Providence, and I think we literally only did yeah. cover, like, two spreads. Yeah. And then he picks Miami this year, and they go on a Final Four run. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about the games. I mean, they're not till Saturday, so we have a lot of time. But, you know, gut check. The spreads are out. FAU's plus two to San Diego State, and UConn is minus five and a half to Miami. What's the spread in the first game again? Two. SCSU's favored. And it's five and a half in favor of... UConn. UConn against Miami. Wow. Right off the bat... <coughs> right off the bat, I like the same two picks that I took yesterday. SCSU and Miami. I love Miami. Two games in a row, plus seven and a half spread, plus five and a half spread. They went out right, so I don't think the spread matters much in this game. Even though UConn is, you know, really dominant, I think they're going to struggle with the size of UConn, so it could get out of hand for them. But you know, obviously, I'm going to ride with Miami because they're my wagon. Yeah. FAU San Diego State is just disgusting. What's the total? Oh my god! Don't take the over. Please. It might be like a hundred. <laughs> please don't take that over. 128 and a half is my guess. 131. That thing's wow. going under. Wow. I just don't know, dude. These are two teams that I've tried to fade every game in the tournament and just have not been on the right side. Yeah. That's going to be a good game. You got two Cinderella's. I don't know what game. I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. In that game? I really want to take FAU, but I know if I bet against San Diego State again, I'm going to have my cheeks gone. 
Um, Mountain West is so due. But so last thing I'll, I wanted to say on the couch, because you're talking about the Mountain West, it's like a conference. All year, I had to sit around this group that fucking deep throats the Big 12 every chance they can get. <laughs> gargles. I mean, literally gargles. Everyone on this team gargles the Big 12. <laughs> How the SEC is just as dominant in basketball as they are in football. I bet. And right now, in March Madness, in the Final Four, the conference with the best record, and it's not even close, is the Big East at 10-4. and four. Wow. What's the second? The second is the SEC at 9-8. and eight, Jeez. The Big 12 at 9-7. and seven, The ACC at 7-4. and four, the Big Ten at six and eight, no surprise. That conference fucking sucks. Yep. And the Pac twelve at three and four, kind of no surprise. They always seem to fraud out in March. Yep. So I expect a written apology from everyone on the Bucket team because <laughs> it's not even close. It's not even close. Wow. It's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, yeah, they are the best. I would say best conference in college. We are. We are the best basketball conference in college basketball. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt. Because in March shows who's the best conference. Because you play teams you never played before, and you have matchups you can't plan for, and it's if you go the deepest, you're, you're the best conference. And we're the best conference. So, you know, fuck them. <laughs> just wanted to say that on the pod. Just felt like I needed to get that <laughs> off my chest. Because I had to sit there going to Vegas, hearing about Kansas and Texas and TCU, and they all got bought <laughs> They all got botted. And Texas lost to a fucking ACC school. That's like despicable. You can't lose to the ACC that's like not Duke or UNC. Facts. Um, but yeah, that, those are my thoughts on this weekend. Let it out. Yeah, no, I had to let that out. Because I get botted. I was like getting like botted. And then it's like we come in and we have a team in the Final Four and no other conference that I'm getting botted on even had a chance other than Texas. I wish we were going to this... Uh Final four. I'm going to New Orleans for my brother's bachelor party. Mm. So that should be fun. I was in New Orleans for last year. I was going to say. Four. Bummer it's not there again. It's in Houston this time. Um, but it should, it should be a great time. And three out of the last four UConn championships took place in Texas. Really? Mm-hmm. Arlington, Houston, and um, I forget the other San one. San Antonio, maybe? Yeah, San Antonio. Interesting fact there. So... Do what you will with that one. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got an interview with Mike Bothwell coming out on Friday. We got MLB starting up. Um, we got the MLB starting up. I'm actually really excited. So excited. Um, we've got the NHL getting really close to the end of the season. Dude, the NBA, we're three games away from the playoffs. It's getting shippy in the West. Fucking Mavs can literally The kill, Mavs dude. are selling, and I love it. I kind of hate it. But I love it. Classic me, pick my team. Kyrie comes my team, blows up my team. So yeah, it's whatever, man. The Pelicans are squeaking in. The Thunder are squeaking in. The Thunder really shouldn't be there, but the Mavs are just giving it to them, which is great. The Thunder had two tough losses in LA against the Clippers and Lakers that they desperately needed. Um, but then we got one back last night against the Blazers. We're right back in it. Huge Mavs loss last night against the Rat Piss Hornets. Or back to back losses against the Rat Piss Hornets, and Lucas says he's not enjoying basketball anymore. <laughs> like, if that doesn't tell you much of a cancer Kyrie Irving is, like, I don't know what else could do that for people now in yeah. like the basketball world. 
Like the guy literally has never left a team better off than when he found it. He goes to organizations and just blows them up. Facts. Like it's incredible, dude. He's done it at three different organizations. I saw a stat, dude. Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, and Spencer Dinwiddie have played more games combined on the Nets. They've been on the team for, what, two months, month yeah. and a half? Than Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant in three years, two years. <laughs> That's a disgusting stat. Dude, that was, it literally made me nauseous. I was like, there is no fucking way that those three guys have played more games combined than that big three. That's crazy, bro. Together, like together on the same floor. That's, <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, before we go, I know we got to wrap, but uh, Josh Giddy last night. <laughs> I had 450 to win like three grand on a two piece. And I took one play from Chelly. And then I was like, all right, that hit. I'm going to my goat. Josh Giddy, points and assists. It's 23 and a half. You had points and assists? Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. He grabbed like this meaningless rebound at the end of the game as the buzzer was about to go off and I thought you had PRA. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Points and assists. 23 and a half, he got 23. And he had a huge three too. I thought that I know, catch. dude. I was like, oh my God, we're at the fucking table. Like one more assist, dude. Piss. 450 down the drain, dude. Moose. And that was like my get out of like piss yeah. play. I was like, all right, a two-piece chell, like give me one. Nothing And worse. he showed me all of his chell plays. If I just took them, I, like they all hit. Yeah, I would have yeah. been fine. Yeah, fucking. Josh it's so hard it, to dude. trust them though with the chill. I know, plays. dude, because it'll either get like nine shots or, or zero. zero. <laughs> or he'll cash and then he'll get a stat correction or some bullshit. Yeah, no, it's classic. <laughs> I was waiting for DeBrus to like go from five shots to zero and be like, dude, I got stat corrected. But, oh shit. Um, yeah, but this has been another episode. Uh, we'll be back talking playoff basketball, playoff NHL, uh, the start of the MLB season. It's going to be, so, I think it's going to be a really fun uh, MLB season. Um, but yeah, tell them where they can find you. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Book It With Trent. Follow the Twitch channel at Book It Sports and tune into the surgical stream every weekday, 1 p.m. Central. Uh, you can find me, Mikey Overs, on all platforms except for Instagram. It's michael.j.overs. Um, make sure you share the pod with a friend. Streams on Spotify, Apple Music, and um, all that good stuff. Really appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, March Madness is just getting started. Can't wait for, you know, next week's Monday episode when we possibly have a, you know, national championship. So go to lunch in a Jewish community. <laughs> go to lunch in a Jewish community. But it sounds good. I know. It does. You know, but just what a wild bar. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> we will be seeing. <laughs>